0: The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathaniel and said to him, We have found him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. And Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said of him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, Where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly, I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Well, as usual, we begin our new year looking at our theme for the year. And, of course, this year our theme is growing. And as many of you noticed, our, our magnet for the year is smaller than the ones in the past because it is to remind us when we look on the fridge to grow, just like the magnet. Uh, but, but when we think about growing... We've got to remember that our Christian life should be about growing in love, growing in understanding, growing in conforming our lives to the life of Jesus. We should, across our lifetime, be growing in all of these things as we follow Jesus day to day, month to month, year to year. There's never a time in our life... When really we arrive, we are told that we uh, now see in a mirror dimly. We won't see face to face till we cross over. And in this life, we should be seeing a little bit more clearly in that mirror day by day. But sometimes I think there are Christians who, rather than growing, uh, they like to think that, well, they've arrived. You know, it's like, uh, I know what to believe, I know what the scriptures say, I know what I do, I believe in Jesus, I can wait for the express train to heaven, All, all things are good, I have pretty much mastered this Christian faith. Well, the problem with that is there's only one master of the Christian faith, and that is Jesus himself. And unless we are continuing to look to Jesus and to grow as Jesus would have us grow, then we're going to be stuck. We're not really doing what Jesus would have us do. You know, often when we're thinking about growing, we think about the way a child You know, a toddler will become a child, will become a teenager. Oh, no. And then into young adulthood and middle age and on and on, we think of this idea of growing physically, but the scriptures are also telling us that across our lifetime, we should be growing spiritually. We should be growing in our ability to conform our lives to the life of Jesus. That's what we're called to do. And it means that in this life, we're going to be stretched at times. And what's interesting to me about thinking about stretching is, um, you know, if you think about a rubber band or a hair tie, you know, once you've stretched it, it doesn't go back to where it was. It's always going to still be stretched. It's a way of saying that we get stretched in what we know and see and do, and then that becomes our new normal. We have come to a new place in our faith. That's how we should be living as followers of Jesus Christ. And this, uh, I would say, has a lot to do with our ability to see our ability to learn to see more than meets the eye. Now, here's the thing. If you start reading the New Testament, you're going to be surprised if you take this lens at how much it talks about seeing. You can't see that it's about seeing until you see that, it, that you need to see it's about seeing That's how I would put it. And once you can see that it's about seeing, you see it everywhere, that Jesus is constantly talking about seeing. The New Testaments are always about, are you seeing? Is there more to see? Think about epiphany. We talked about this last week. What happens? The wise men show up and they see Jesus for who he is. And think about that whole Christmas season. We're talking about the light. It pushes back the darkness so that we can see. Jesus tells us, take the log out of your eyes so you can see. Nicodemus comes to Jesus by night. He can't see under the cover of darkness. He's not sure about who Jesus is. But by the end of the Gospel of John... Nicodemus is carrying a 100 pounds of spices to anoint Jesus' body. In the daylight, he sees Jesus for who he is. He's come into the light. But the best example of all, of course, Saul on the road to Damascus. So Saul is going down the road. What happens? He's blinded. He can't see. And when he can see again, first of all, he sees Jesus for who he is, the Messiah, the one he should be following. But guess what? Paul also now sees who he has been. He has been stretched, and it's not going back to where he used to be and the things he used to do. All across his lifetime, Paul will continue to grow. Sometimes people say, that's it, he's done. No, if you keep reading his letters, if you read the book of Acts, you're going to find Paul is not done being stretched and growing and conforming his life to Jesus all through the New Testament, it's going to tell us that we need to see more clearly and not just see things as they are, but see things in a way that is spiritual and is uh, through the eyes of Jesus himself. When we come to this story in John, about Philip and Nathanael. My goodness, it is all about seeing. You know, at the beginning, so Philip uh, is called by Jesus, and Philip, he runs back to Nathanael. And and although it says we found him, he's basically saying we have seen the Messiah, Jesus of Nazareth. We finally have seen him. Now, Nathanael, like many people, is skeptical, Oh, man, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can anything good come out of that little backwater town? I don't believe it. Uh, I may believe it when I see it, but right now, just because you tell me, I don't believe it. Now, this is so true in our world today. I want you to think about the way that so many people have this negative impression of the church right? The church is a place that's judgmental. It's not, you know, they're going to point fingers and argue. And you almost have to, these days, be just like Philip. You have to say, well, come and see. Now, what he means by come and see is, is really that in the human life if we don't experience something, uh, it's not enough just to say it, you have to experience it. And so what that means for us is we have to be careful in whether we are living our lives out there in the world in a way that is reflecting Jesus. If we're saying, come and see, and through our lives, they're already seeing something that might make them feel like, well, maybe I will go and see. You know, this is so important because, listen, I know if you're with other members of the family of faith, or if I'm in the car with you, you're going to be like, I better drive good, the pastor's looking. pastor sees me, right? But, but, but it, it, it's learning, even when we're not around our brothers and sisters, we are to still be reflecting that light of Jesus. You know, I thought about this yesterday. I got on the airplane. I'm tired. Uh, I'm, yeah, it's been a, we a long week. And I'm waiting for this man to finish putting all his stuff in the bins, and I'm looking at the one open space in the bin so I can sit down. And he takes this tiny little bag and he puts it in that space. It's a full plane. And so I said, would you mind putting the little bag under the seat so my bag can go in there? And he's sort of like, well, take that under advisement. That's exactly what he said. He did pull it out, but when I sat down, I thought, you know, I could have said that better. I could have been nicer about it and simply said something like, do you think we can see if, if I get my bag in there, if we can still squeeze in your bag? You know, and, and so my I was stretched a little bit. I realized, okay, you need to be you need to be a little more thinking about how you can be nice. What would what would Jesus say to the man, or maybe Jesus would just say, Doesn't matter, I'll just go sit by the lavatory. I don't know. But the point is that we're always, if we're, if, if we're following Jesus, there are always going to be little things that are illuminated that we could do or say a little bit better. So uh, uh, Philip says to Nathanael, come on, come and see for yourself. Experience Jesus, and, and I think it'll make a difference. Well, so here comes Nathanael, and Jesus sees him approaching and says, this this weird line, you know, now here is truly an Israelite uh, who is without deceit. Now, I think what he's saying is, Nathaniel, you're really a seeker of the truth. You really want to do the right thing. You really want to live in a way that is good and righteous. And when Jesus says that, Nathaniel is like, wait a minute, how do you know me? When did you see me? And Jesus is like, I saw you under the fig tree. I was just looking at you. I saw you. Now I think this is really not about somehow Jesus is having like a supernatural vision of him. I think it's this kind of thing when you really see someone, when you are really present to someone. Uh, I it. The, the 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 heart of the Christian faith in many ways is the ministry of presence, of really being present to someone as they are, who they are, and really seeing them. You know, how often are you in a line in the grocery store or uh, Target or whatever, and whoever is checking out is on their phone while the checker is working. They don't even look at them. They don't look them in the eye. They don't greet them. They don't see them. Or uh, they tell us when you're out on uh, driving in your car and you see a homeless person, even if you aren't going to give them money, you should look at them and acknowledge their humanity and see them. I think this is really what Nathaniel is experiencing, that Jesus actually sees him looks at him and sees him for who he is. You know, how many people need to know that God looks at them and sees them for who they are and still will greet them and be with them? This is part of what the body of Christ should be conveying. I see you just as you are, and you are welcome to be with Jesus. I see you. You matter to God. And when Nathaniel has responded in this way, that's just, you know, you are the Messiah. woohoo! You know, he's really excited. Jesus basically says to him, I love this, you ain't seen nothing yet. I mean, it's like if you think this is something, you ain't seen nothing yet. You are going to see deep spiritual things you can't even imagine, but you've got to come along with me. It's a clear message that when Nathaniel begins this journey, he does see Jesus. He is stretched by it, but Jesus is saying, you have not arrived. There is so much more for you to see. You know, uh, my mom, Faye and her husband, Ed, who's been gone four years ago, have actually been my parents in the faith for over 30 years. I wasn't raised in a family of faith. Uh, Ed was my first pastor. And he and fay I mean, he baptized me, but they nurtured me in the faith. They have loved me like their own child. I'm their daughter. They have four sons. Uh, But uh, uh, they have been the people who brought me up and raised me in the faith. And when I was at that church originally with them, I felt the call to ministry. But here's the thing. I would watch Ed up there baptizing a baby or doing communion or preaching a sermon. And I looked at myself and I said, I can never do that. And I meant it. 30-plus years ago, I didn't think it was possible for me to preach a sermon. I didn't think I could ever baptize a baby. And you look at me now and you think, well, that's ridiculous. But, but, But the thing is, I could only see what I could see at that point. I could only see what God was asking of me then, and probably if I had seen all the things that God would ask of me over the past 30 years, I wouldn't have gone. It is a journey, and our eyes see more and more, and God leads us more and more and conforms us more and more to Christ as we go on this journey. So people of God, On this Sunday, when we begin to think about growing for this year, Jesus says to each of us, you ain't seen nothing yet. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.